Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Fill her up. You're listening to the Gas Digital Network. Hey, everybody listening to The Thing Is. I'm Shannon. Thanks for coming back to join us. Do you like ghosts and ghosts? Do you have fights and fights and do you have bad days and days? Do you like ghosts and ghosts? And? Oh, the thing is, oh, oh, the thing is, oh, oh, the thing is, oh, oh. Hey guys, this is Shannon. You're listening to The Thing Is. Thanks for coming back to join us. I am here as always with my hilarious co host, comedian Mike Figs. What's up, Shanny? Nice to see you. Nice to see you too. I got no product in my hair today. Just want to really? let you know. It lo- is it just dirty? No, it's just head and shoulders. <laughs> it looks like it's stuff just per- is in it. No, this is just natural Puerto Rican Italian oil. This is natural. <laughs> this is natural. Good. This is rain. It's called rain, rain, acid rain look. Well, you got, you got here like three hours ago. Yeah, I've been sweating in <laughs> Studio C with another fat guy <laughs> doing a show. But if you do, we'll, we'll probably put the air on in here shortly, but not yet. Yeah, I'm cold okay. still. Yeah, yeah, okay. But joining us today, okay, I have a whole list of credits here. Joining us today, you may have seen her co-hosting on Loveline or the Adam Carolla Show. She also hosts her own podcast called the Ask Women Podcast. Uh, she's a comedian, a dating, and a banter coach. It is Kristen Carney. Welcome hey, to the show. Hey, that's me. Hey, they thanks get for having me. <laughs> Thank you so much for being here. Yeah. I'm excited. Me too. I always feel like when someone says banter coach, I have the pressure to banter. And oh. then and then I don't, you know, sell my business because I'm like, eh. <laughs> I feel like it's funnier if you just then don't at all. I feel that's funny. Yeah. Well, you know, it's like when you, if you're, you know, a doctor, like I'm as qualified as a doctor, but when you're a doctor, you don't go home and start, you know. I don't know, doing surgery on your wife. I mean, maybe. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, it's hot. just like I just I kind of give up after the Start day. Doing I spent, surgery on my wife. I literally spend all day long doing it. So then right. I'm exhausted. I get it. Well, so yeah. you're doing God's work. I am because dudes, they need help. And I'm a I'm a guy's girl. Like I really like men mm. a lot. Too much, really. Uh and so I don't hate on them, but they're I heard you actually talking about dating apps. And the guy saying something about not liking cats. I, oh, oh, that wasn't. But yes, let, let's get into that. Wait, before we get into that, Figs, we have booze on the table. Big shout out, Arthur Cantina. They bless us with this beautiful, beautiful Belvedere organic infusion. Very tasty, very light on the palate. Um, I've had a nice uh, taste of it already. I'm feeling pretty good. Would you like some? I would love some. While you pour, In my figs. veins. Yeah, <laughs> While you pour, yeah. I think we may have pretty much finished last week the bottle of Tito's that were Yeah, here. we were loaded. We did a lot. Week. Yeah, we were really <laughs> yes. drunk. You you got me canceled on your, on, on your like, behind-the-scenes video. Oh, I also got yelled at <laughs> yeah. by my trainer. I didn't know he watches my reels, and he comments on it, and he's like, I don't like the drinking Shani. He also wow. calls me Shani. And I'm like... He I calls like, you Shani? Yeah. He's the, the fuck does he think he, he is? He calls three, you Shani. <laughs> there's three. The first person to call me Shani, usually people, like my family calls me Shan, uh-huh. and then one of my ex-boyfriends and his family, like real Brooklyn, uh-huh. Sha. 
You shall. You shall. <laughs> and then the first person to call me, Shani, was Angelo Lazada on the Maurice podcast rest with Giannis Papas. May rest in peace. And that was it until you. And then he also calls me Shani. He's either a really good coach or a stalker. No, he's Ooh. a really good coach. He's he definitely really is good? not a stalker. No, he's he's trying we, to take care of me. We want That's him really... to be a stalker. <laughs> no, we, we need we him to be. Why? Yeah, we need we need to get some action. It's been no. a long time. Okay, before we get into that, <laughs> it doesn't look like it. You look fresh. You she look looks great. She always like looks it, great. Like you guys just did it or something. Like that's how <laughs> the fans. Oh I feel like the fans think that. Subscribe to the Patreon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's all cheers, and then I want to talk about the cat thing. Cheers, everybody. Sorry, clink, clink, clink. Yeah, I made a mix. Yeah, a little cocktail. If anybody oh, needs do you a need chaser, a chaser? You a chaser, or you want to mix it? I'm I'm a badass. I'm oh, not a badass oh. at all, but I'll oh. pretend I am. Okay, I don't need a chaser. Water. You don't want water? No. Nah. Okay. Put some of this I can in handle it. it. Oh, she drinks like me, just straight vodka. <laughs> I'm the I'm the Sally on this episode. I'm like, <laughs> man, it's nice and pink. It's a blush. Okay, don't hate it. I don't love it. I don't like flavored stuff. It's not terrible. It's not bad. It's not bad. Normally oh, my face. face. It's not great. Normally my <laughs> yeah. Normally my face looks like I just saw. My ex. Kristen. Kristen. Yeah. Okay. So the we talked about last week on the dating app, and the guy said to me, um, he doesn't like cats because he thinks they're standoffish. I have issue. I was like you. you. I have it. Oh. No, I like cats. <laughs> I have issue with people who automatically say they don't like cats. Mm-hmm. I can understand not preferring cats. Yes. But to say you don't like them, it's a living creature. First of all, so it's like, oh, I don't like chickens. It's like, it's a living thing, number one. Number two, it takes a little bit more thought to like a cat. Agreed. So if you're, to me, I I love dogs. I have dogs. I, uh, I get it. But to me, if you don't like a cat right off the bat, I see you more as a shallow person. And I'm shallow. I can appreciate a good shallow. I mean, I will judge people on their looks. I will do, I'll do the whole thing. But when it comes to cats, just give it a sec. You don't have to be so cliche and be like, dogs are the best because, you know, they like to cuddle. It, just. Agreed. You know, Agreed. What I've said on the show before. deeper. Yes. What I've said on the show before is I feel like if someone is like, and again, I, I love I love all animals, just not bugs. <laughs> and, uh, and I feel that um, if you're just a dog person, then it gives me a sign that you're a needier human being. Yes. You need them to fulfill your yes. needs. Agreed. Yeah. And then so another thing I've, I saw, I was skimming around on your Instagram for the banter coaching. And you talk about this one thing, which I love because I talk about this on the show so much. And people give me shit like I'm being too picky or shitty with men about this. But when a guy on a dating app just says hi or hi, how are you? <sighs> it makes me crazy. And you agree. I swear it's increased the suicide rate. <laughs> <laughs> At least mine. Like if I ever kill myself, it will just the note will just say bumble. <laughs> like that's it. <laughs> and so like what I always say is that like I feel like it's not. It's not a conversation starter because then I say, fine, no. thanks. How are you? And then, then, then yeah. good also. Now, well, what? if not, you're at a job interview all of a sudden, mm-hmm. you know, oh, I'm good. You have to be really formal. There's not what you want to do is you want to create the mirage, so to speak, that you guys already know each other. Mm. You know, if you know someone, you don't go, hi, how are you? Mm. If you do, you're a psychopath yes, and should be in jail. Learning, yeah, only when you're learning Spanish. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right, exactly. So you want to start in a way as if you're almost mid-conversation. So you comment on something in her profile. It's like, yeah. oh, you wore that shirt that I liked. You don't know that shirt she right. wore. You're just acting like you kind of know each other already. It makes it a little bit easier to just segue into a natural, flowy conversation so you don't get into the staccato. How are you? I'm good. What do you do for fun? I like pizza. What do you like for food? You know, it. 
it just ends up being this like kindergartner conversation. Right. And you never get to feel at each other's personalities at all. No. And yeah. nothing sexual. I mean, I've never gotten a hi, how are you generally and felt like my vagina moved. You know, like there's nothing sexual about it. It doesn't create any sort of tension or, you know, building of of uh, attraction you at kinda, all. You sound like a bot, you know? It you sounds do. like you it sound might like... not even be a real person. And it's you could say to anyone. <clears throat> so you want to talk to a girl like it's her and only her. You couldn't be ha- having this conversation with anybody else. You're wearing my favorite else. shirt. Yeah. <laughs> no, really, though. But that's almost oh, more entertaining. you're wearing those jeans I like. <laughs> but you'll wake her up a little bit if you do that you at block. least. <laughs> you'll wake her up and scare her. And so she goes and locks the door. But at least she's awake. At least she's awake. Right. Yeah. I like when it's like, a, even if they just like skim over the profile and just like comment on a word somewhere in the profile, mm-hmm. then at least it shows that you're not just skimming through pictures, which we're all just skimming through pictures. But at least then that's really a conversation starter. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I see you went to this school or lived in this neighborhood or whatever. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, like I saw a guy once and he was like joke feeding his dog a beer and it was like Coors Light. And so instead of joking about feeding the dog a beer, I joked about feeding the dog Coors Light. Like at least have some respect for your dog yeah, and give him a good beer. Charming. That's charming. You know, yeah. It's a good in. Yeah. So you want to just look for a like there's I call it like there's like a one dimensional way in, a two dimensional way in and a three dimensional way in. So most people are going the one dimensional. It's hard to get to the three dimensional. Two dimensional is is the aim. You know, you don't want to be super boring. You don't want to try so 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 hard. So aim for the middle. In her middle. I actually, growing up, we called it our middle. So no one else did. I thought that's what people called it. And I called it my middle one day. People were like, what are you I feel like it's usually like the downstairs. (laughs) Mom, why is my middle so tiny? No, I would say, Mom, my middle hurts. She's like, why does it hurt? I'm like, that's a bigger question than why we call it middle. (laughs) Do you feel like these, like, do you coach women also? Is part A and then part B, do these rules also apply to women on dating apps? I coach women occasionally, not very often. And the women that I have coached, interestingly enough, are women that want to banter with their husbands. So I have, which is speaks to them as like, I don't know, good 1950s housewives who want to keep their oh husbands God, happy. True. Like they really <laughs> want to please. Like, have a conversation with me. <laughs> I wish you could look at me. I wish yeah. you would talk. Yeah. <laughs> so I haven't really coached women in terms of dating apps, but a lot of it I would guess applies because but at the same time, I'm not doing great dating. So I because I, I can date more from the man's perspective. Like I know what women want. Or I'm sorry, I can date more from the women's perspective. I know what women want. Mm-hmm. So I can tell the guy what we're looking for. But I can't tell the woman what the guy is looking for. I see. Because I have no fucking idea. <laughs> I mean, I can ask the guys I work with, but I'm that takes work and I'm a little lazy. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I feel like women can on dating apps just be like, hi, how are you? Like, they they can, but yeah. guys are getting sick of it. Really? Yeah. Because then they have to pick up the slack from that, you know, and, and I get it. Like as on someone on Bumble, I, I'm getting exhausted coming up with openers and I do this for a living. Um, but I do think women, you know, we expect you know, the date to be paid for. I, at least I do. You know, Same. the date <laughs> yes. to be paid for, my house to be paid for, yes. my clothes to be paid uh-huh. for. So I can put a little effort into making the conversation slightly easier for them mm. because I know how much pressure is on them for the rest of the conversation. And I actually just did this yesterday. This guy, pretty attractive. I don't only go on looks, but he was he was sexy, but also seemed like he had some personality. So 
we had a little back and forth, but I was driving the conversation. He wasn't. And so I was asking, did you grow up in New York? Uh, what do you do for work? Like I just, and so finally I go, I just was sick of it. And I said, do you like driving? It was a total random question. And he was like, yeah, it's one of my favorite things to do. And I was like, oh, that's cool. You should learn how to drive a conversation. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> awesome. At the end, unmatched. Yeah, yes. unmatched. I mean, it was over. And I knew it was over from the, you know, from the third, third question I asked. So I just went for it. But that's how I feel that way also, though, where if because of how I want like the whole relationship to go, if I'm the one that's leading the beginning of this, then like you're probably not the one for me at all to, to, to begin with. So I only think you should lead with the absolute opener. After okay. that, it's up to them. I'm okay with so that. So you turn the key to the car, they drive the fucking car. Mm. I'm okay with that. Yeah, because I feel like after the second question I ask, if I even get there, because like I just get, I get annoyed so easily. I have another one. Wait, I'm trying to think. I sent it to Ralph of what it was. Oh, so it was on a Facebook dating, which they're not, they're not terrible looking. Like those good looking guys, oh. but they're like states away is the problem. Like it doesn't like yeah. keep in with your like parameters. And there was one guy and we have like a mutual friend. He's like decent looking. It's like fine. And so we have like two back and forths. Then he says, um, so how's dating, dating been going for you? And it just brings so much rage inside of me, this question. <laughs> I just can't answer it. How is it going? I'm on Facebook dating. Yeah, not how too good. How do you answer this question? It's like, it's going amazingly. It's going terrible. Like, there's no, how do you answer this question? It made me so angry. And I just, I bowed out of it. And I was yeah. like, I'm just not going to respond because I'm just going to be shitty in my response. So it's all so annoying. It's all so annoying. And I just can't wait till this planet implodes. <laughs> I'm I'm kind of okay with the war going on right now. I'm like, no, we're getting close. Yeah, well, no, because we're getting closer to just all being dead. And I'm fine with that. It's exhausting. Um, so you are currently single. Re somewhat recently single. Okay. Yeah, a few months. And so you do most of your dating from dating apps? Unfortunately, but I always end up dating someone I met in person. It is so much easier that way. Well, you have to feel the vibe yeah. and the chemistry, mm -hmm. you know, and it's so hard to feel. And I I mean, I can sometimes tell online if I'm going to have chemistry with someone. Sometimes I'm off. But generally, everyone online just feels so one-dimensional that I can't – I go in expecting it to be a one-dimensional situation. Mm -hmm. So I don't feel anything. So I think I use internet dating to fill the void for a little while until – I maybe come across someone in person. In real life, yeah, that yeah. makes sense. I'm like, oh, I don't know. How, I, lo how long have you been online dating? I know that he asked, or how has it been uh, going? But how, yes. how long, and I know these are sensitive questions. No, 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 you're gonna take a how break. Long? And, uh, I, know. I, know. I come back sponsors. with a black, I come back with a black eye. <laughs> <laughs> I actually wanted to, because this comes up on the show so often that I wanted to like, brief you on this prior to it's i'm not i'm not shitting on you for no i was late before no, no late. it's shitty weather and we appreciate you being here but um i just feel like the fans are so sick of me talking about this but i'm gonna say it real, real quickly i've been single forever like 100 years and um we're gonna drink now. You look good for 140. Oh, thank no, you. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. That was me calling you 40. But I don't know. I'm, well, I'm, that's I'm, good. I'll I, take 40. Okay. Okay. Because <laughs> okay, I'm 40 and you don't look 40. Oh, I, I was assuming you were not 40. 41. Oh, okay. Can I say, Sorry. Okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, and uh, I haven't had sex in five years and eight months. What? Yeah. And we make the fans Eat, drink yeah, at home drink. every time she says we that. Drink at home, everybody. We Even have. with a family member you have? I'm just kidding. <laughs> Only family members. <laughs> yeah. Only family members. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and wow. uh, I and I I suck at it all. I hate first dates. I hate them. I do too. 
And I just like, especially if it's like a dinner, I'd hate it. Like if my choice would be, let's just go in sweats to a dive bar mm-hmm. and like get drunk together and see if there is even something here. Because then like there's no nerves and we just like figure this out. And you could leave too, you know? Yes. Yeah, you don't have to wait for the crazy. meal to yeah, end. Yeah yeah. yeah. yeah, well with dinner, it's like you're watching someone slop up pasta with sauce on their <laughs> yeah, face. Yeah. I don't want to see that. I don't even want to see that five years into, you know, <laughs> a relationship. Drinks and an appetizer, you know, it's, it's you know, you could talk. I want no food. Good. No food, not All just right, I'm drinks. starving. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm like, you know, onion rings, you know, maybe a sampler. <laughs> but yeah, no, it should be for me. I need to drink enough where it might turn into beer goggles. But I'm always in lonely goggles anyway, so that that always helps. Do I, you do you have a lot of pressure on yourself since you kind of like specialize in this stuff? Only because I get a lot of questions from people going, mm, "You're a dating coach and you're single." Yeah. Listen, I choose the wrong fucking guys. I can get a guy. I can get a guy. I could right have one. a boyfriend right <laughs> yes. now, but I choose narcissistic self-involved assholes emotionally unavailable emotionally unavailable but also lovely people at the same time like they i'm drawn in by their chemistry by their by their charm i'm i'm really won over with a people with charisma so like if you're charismatic um i will just every red flag i just drive by it at a million miles an hour and so i can teach someone how to get a boyfriend i can get a boyfriend it's choosing the right one. And that's not my specialty. I get it. You know? Yeah. And yeah, so. I I agree with you. I feel like I feel the same way with the charisma, but like also on the same level of like a, like a, a talent. Like there has been on the SDR show on this network, there has been like musicians that have come in and I don't know, who, I don't know who they are. And like, it's not my type of music. And like, I'm not excited when they come in. And then the singer like does like a live acoustic performance. And I am instantly in love. Yeah, I'm like, well, he's like, and I, I don't like a short, like I'm like a heightist, like <laughs> height is like the most important thing to me. Mm-hmm. And uh, they'll be like short and skinny. And like, I'm not interested. And they sing and all of a sudden, I'm like, I love you. Yeah. So I feel like I can get past almost anything with like a talent or like something that like shines. Same. Yeah. I'm the same way. I dated a guy who was three foot eight because he no, c- no I'm kidding. <laughs> 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 Beetlejuice. <laughs> he really owned the room, but just because he had to I actually am. buy it, because yeah. he, no, they wouldn't let him in otherwise. <laughs> he was on a stool. Yeah. <laughs> um, can you hand me the remote? I'll put the yeah, air on now sure. for everybody. I'm sure we're all dying. All right, guys, real quick, we're gonna take a moment to talk about our newest sponsor, yeah. which is Magic Mind. Ooh. I want to say one thing real quick. I'm not a. I'm. I'm a baby. I'm yeah. really sensitive to caffeine. Okay. I don't like coffee. And so when I start my day, before I had this product, what I would do is I would buy like a five-hour energy and the five-hour energy would last me like a month because I would wake up in the morning and need something to like kick me out of bed and I would take like a tiny little sip and then I would just like get on with my day. But that fades away really quickly. It makes me jittery at the beginning. It was a whole thing. This new sponsor, Magic Mind, I took it in the morning. I drank most of it because I was scared the first day I took it. And then within maybe 10 minutes... I felt like, I don't know how to explain it, just like a good thing come over me. I felt like a more positive outlook on the day. And today, which is the first day I took it before I met with my trainer, he was like, you did a good job today. So you were focused. You were mindful. And he normally tells me, (laughs) you're a complaining baby. But today he was like, you did a good job. And I was like, what's different about today? And the only thing that's different was magic mind. That's amazing. So when I got this wonderful package, there's a dog barking, and I'm <laughs> yes. terrified because it might be a sign from our episode, if you listen to our episode. 
uh, when I read the packaging, it said to take it alongside your coffee. And that's what I did. I had my cup of coffee and I had this shot, which was delicious, creamy, matcha flavor. And you know what? I, I It wasn't immediate, but I just noticed throughout the day. I actually took it about like three days in a row. I noticed that I was just in a good mood and, and and a bit more focused and I had a good, I had energy. I wasn't jittery, you know. Um, I really enjoy this product, Shani. It did like replace like my little tiny little bit of caffeine in the morning like this. I didn't miss that at all. And again, like I said, I don't know. Th- this isn't in the read. I don't know how to say this, but yeah. it made me more like positive about the day. I so- wasn't stressed. I didn't have that much anxiety. Could have been the ashwagandha. This product does have <laughs> ashwagandha, which is, I'm a big fan of the ashwagandha. So they have all natural ingredients, matcha. Oh, yeah. boy. Oh, boy. You want me to do it? <laughs> oh, boy. Matcha. Bacopa. Bacopa Mignari. <laughs> it got the Rodulia Razi. <laughs> At which, <laughs> well, I mean, I, I can't even read the sentence. Uh, great versus impulsivity. I don't know what that means. It's a nootropic. Nootropics are things now, which like make your brain better. And then uh, ashwagandha, which you said before, which is used medicinally since 6,000 BC. Yeah. Okay, you It's a four-minute read, by the way. (laughs) No, okay, wait. (laughs) Go to magic one. (laughs) Wait, rhodiola rosea. Yeah. Lion's mane mushrooms, which you guys have heard before. I feel like that's like lion's mane is like good for your brain. And then cordyceps mushrooms. Mm -hmm. Not from The Last of Us. By the Ooh, way, thank God. I never finished watching that series. Great show. But um, so yeah, you've uh, these things have been talked about on Joe Rogan, on the Kardashians. These people are all drinking these things, and I would say just give it a shot if you're trying to cut down. I don't know. They're they're not saying this in the thing to cut down your caffeine intake, but for me, it replaced it and it made my day better by having this instead of my tiny little bit of caffeine. So if you go to uh, magicmind.com/ding. <laughs> yeah. You're gonna get fifty six percent off what? your subscription. What? <laughs> what a random number, Magic Wand. Okay, I like the fifty six. Uh, Magic Wand mine <laughs> for the next ten days. By the way, so you have to get in on it right now. So again, that's magicmind.com slash ding, and then use promo code ding. I guess. Yeah. Or it's gonna the link is gonna be in the description. But try this, I promise you. And fifty six percent off. I mean, like, what could it even cost you? A penny? Yeah, like nothing. <laughs> could it this possibly is, this be? is a steal. Try it. It's gonna make your life better. It's made my life better and made my trainer proud of me, even though he's mad at me for drinking next, last week. Yeah. All right, let's get back into it. Um. So, oh, okay. We have a little bit of time before we get into the segments. I do want to talk about these two documentaries that I saw recently and see if you've seen them. I told Figs about them. I know you haven't seen them yet. But uh, one is the Twin Flames documentary. Have you heard about it? I've heard about it. Okay. So it's there's two of them. One is on Netflix. I forget. Maybe Prime, I think, is the second one. And uh, it's basically this cult. Did I turn on? Do you feel anything? I feel like it, I don't hear anything. I'll, I get cold fast, so you okay. will know instantly. Okay. You tell me. Because yeah. no, I'll complain. Yeah, okay. I'll complain like an old lady <laughs> it's at a deli. Like, yeah. No. <laughs> uh, so it's uh, this, this couple that started this cult. They're using this like uh, this term twin flames to draw people in. So it's like lonely people mm-hmm. and uh, they're teaching them how to find like their soulmate. Basically what ends up, I don't want to ruin it. Skip ahead, everybody. And then if you guys don't want to hear it, you can stop me. So it's like they're basically, it becomes like these followers and it's all through Zoom, by the way. It's not even in person. So like this couple was able to get a cult following through Zoom. And uh, it ends up being like mostly women. 
So it becomes an issue where it's like, where do we find the men to like tell them they're, it's their twin flames? And it's usually like, oh, it was your it was your ex-boyfriend. That's the one. And then they tell them and then they're like, oh, but it, it didn't work out. He's dating someone else now. His, his wife's pregnant or whatever. And they're like, no, that's your twin flame. Oh, that's horrible. You have to go after him no matter what. And it's Whoa. crazy. Like, Homewreckers? They should call it Homewreckers. <laughs> yes, it. it gets way worse. I don't know if I want to. Okay. Uh, I do, you, do, do you guys mind if I yeah, ruin this it, next part? Yeah. So because uh, so this part of it. It like does like it only goes so far for them, and so after a while, they really hone in on like masculine and feminine energy, and they feel like everybody is either 100% masculine or 100% feminine. And because they have like all women in the group, they eventually just turn people trans. They're just, oh my God. they're just like, oh, you know what? You're mostly masculine energy. She's mostly feminine. And you guys are actually twin flames. So they should just work in elementary schools. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Oh but so God. that's how they make it work with it all being women in their group is they just like turn them into men or turn the men into women. And then they just match them up. It's crazy. Oh, this is evil. It is. But it also just goes to show like how desperately lonely people can get like yeah. i i haven't been with anybody in 700 years but there is i don't know if there's really many desperate acts that de- that i take part in i'm just like i'm okay without it i'm good yeah. you wouldn't cut off your tits for love nope yeah. <laughs> no i yeah. paid too much for that. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but i mean watch it it's it's a that's wild it's something and then the guy is also like super abusive <sighs> So much to it. Is it over, or they just had a, a no, released a couple episodes? This one's over. The okay, other okay. one. So then the other one, and we'll just go over this really quickly. I just want everyone to watch these things in case you're looking for something. Twin to watch. flames, right? Twin flames. Okay. Google like look those words up on Netflix and on Prime, and then it's two different documentaries, but it's about the same thing. The other one is a. Uh, uh, where is it? Hold on, I lost it. It's love. Wait, I didn't there write it go. here. Desperately seeking soulmate. Yes, that's what. That, yeah, that's the Prime one, and then the other one is on. Uh, Netflix. And at least with that one, they're not lying and they're putting the word desperate in yeah. there. <laughs> True. The other one is called Love Has Won. And then this was in the news a bit ago because it was about like a mother god, the woman who was like found dead inside the cult house. I don't know if it's like familiar to anybody. But um, another cult thing, there's only two episodes so far. It's on HBO Max. Harrington, you have to watch this one. I was going to text you about it. I was watching it on my way in. Two episodes and it's about um, basically this woman who um, she had three kids. Yeah, that that's the that's Mother God. Uh, she had over her life. Her life sucked. She had three kids, three different baby daddies. Could never make a relationship work, and then just like dropped her kids off at her mother's one day, and then gathered this group of people based on her psychosis and she's an alcoholic and a drug addict and she would just like lay in her bed and have all these followers around her bed and just catering to her. And at this one is like you have to watch it more to like understand like the lunacy of it, but oh, the cult things are are so good. Cults are the cults are the weirdest thing to me. Like I can't stand being around two people. No offense, like <laughs> let alone like a whole group all the time. I don't know. I don't know how people do it. It's. I guess it's also like if that makes you happy. But it but it doesn't make them happy, or are they just really really sad and they think it makes them happy. But if you think you're happy, aren't you happy? I think they're weak-minded. Yeah, think, so it's like a little bit of everything. Yes, but I think then that all crashes down. Yeah. Well, eventually. Yeah. Well, Once, Scientology never really crashed. Yeah, that's true. going strong. That's true. I guess I'm thinking of like the Kool-Aid thing. Yeah. You know. Yeah. When that, you know. This one, like while, so the, I mean, I'm not really spoiling anything because like it was in the news. So the mother of God or whatever 
died, and I won't tell you how, but uh, the people that are telling the story, they seem to be 100% in still. So like the the cult has dissolved, but everybody else is like retelling this whole thing, and then they walk into her bedroom, and they like cry, and they're like, I miss her so much. It is crazy. Where is this? <laughs> wow. Because this sounds like some middle America shit. Uh, yeah. Oh, so they moved around a lot. I don't know where it originated from, but okay. it's very uh, it's very hillbilly. Yeah, that's always yeah. like, you know. <laughs> she was the mother god. We, we were sent here to help her. We but, need her. She needs us. It's funny you, know, you say that because like, like mother god makes me think of uh the Were Panthers in True Blood cuz they call it like mama like mom Mama Panther, whatever, Papa Panther, and it's like yeah. the same stupidity yeah. behind True this. True Blood is sexy. That's the difference. You have it, Jorge? <laughs> oh. Started off in Colorado, and then they moved to Hawaii for a little bit. There you go. So yeah. they, they started in Colorado. They moved around a bunch, and then the story, I think, ends in Hawaii when they tried to dump her. Uh, and it's in California. Okay, yeah. Yeah, they did move. I think Arizona was for a minute. Yeah. It's always the out west, I feel like. Yeah, I, yes. always. But like the Kool-Aid one, they went to another country. But I always thought it would be really funny if like the Kool-Aid man just crashed through. <laughs> and was like, oh, like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just dead from the Kool-Aid. Like, didn't the government crash in on them? Isn't it that one? The yeah. government's yeah. the yes, Kool-Aid man. <laughs> it was like Jimmy Carter or somebody who like flew down or something like that. It was one of those presidents. Maybe I'm thinking of Waco. Maybe I'm thinking. No, no, no. That's oh. this one. Yeah. Yeah, is it Jim it, Jones? It, so it was dumb. Jim Jones. Yeah. yeah. It happens so many times. Like, do these people not have TV and realize, like, are we the Kool-Aid people? No. But when Turn it off. When they're questioned about it, though, and they're like, yeah. do you think this is a cult? They're like, no, like, I know about cults, and it's definitely not a cult. <laughs> Which means it's definitely a cult. <laughs> <laughs> so crazy. Okay, we're going to move away from this. So that's your homework, everybody. Go and watch these uh, documentaries. It's really fun to watch. Um, oh, no, I'll talk about this at the end in plugs. Uh, so typically the first question we ask new guests on the show is for you to tell us a story about either your worst date experience or weirdest sexual experience. Okay. Oh, God. It's like, oh, no. Which one? <laughs> what do I want to? So I have one of both and I can truncate them so that I could do both maybe. Okay, I'm going to yeah. need you to define that word that you just said. <laughs> uh, you're looking at a, a community college student right here. <laughs> I'm like an ITT tech person. That's how bad community colleges are. <laughs> okay. Yeah. No, I did not, yeah, I did really not go to ITT tech. Um, ITT technically, we're not a real college. That's what it really should be called. Um, so a bad date story. This one will just be really fast and short. But I uh, was really, really, really nervous for this date. And I was nervous because the guy was taking me to a bar that my actual real crush always went to. Oh, shit. And him and I were kind of on and off seeing each other. I knew he didn't really want anything serious, and I, I was accepting it, but obviously not, because when the guy I was going on a date with said he wanted to take me there, I was like, yes, I'm in. Huh. Um, so, so, so you had the option to opt out of it to a different place, and you chose not to. Okay. Yeah. I was like, I want to go, and I want to see the guy that like I kind of really like and let him with, see another with another guy. guy. Yeah. yeah. But I got really nervous. And I normally don't do this, but I drank um, in the car, in the Uber on the way there. I filled up like a smart water bottle. So it was not smart anymore. <laughs> I filled up the whole bottle. Uh, it was mixed with like a gin and tonic. But I mean, I chugged. It's like mean, the 12th ooh. in one. It was tall. It was huge. I mean, I probably, this this much was probably left in it. But I drank the majority That's of it. amount. So I chugged it on the way there. And uh, so by the time I got there, I was pretty drunk. Um, and the whole day I was looking around like, is he here? Is, is the guy really like here? He was not there, of course. And so then I was just really disappointed and really sad. So then I drank more and the guy, uh, 
just at first thought I was really fun. Um, <laughs> so um, he was like, let's go across the street and get food. And I went, uh, okay, whatever. But where he wanted to go was really, really nice. Um, and by that point, I was so drunk. He had to actually carry me there. Wait, wait, he continued the date. He continued what? the date. That's he continued cool. the date. Just shoving a four seasons <laughs> with a, a hot chick fucking carrying this her? Is the, the fuck? This is the problem with women. The guy that I liked... I wanted to be at the bar. He would have let me fall. He would have yeah. like he wouldn't even drag me there and let my knees get all scraped up. He would have just left me in a ditch. I and that's who that, I like. I don't love that this guy wanted to continue the date when yeah, you were obliterated me, me though. Agreed. However, he wanted to get food. Okay. Get place. food in you. Yes. Okay. Get food oh, in me. okay, okay, okay. But we're in so I was in Venice. I was in LA at the time. And the food there, it's asshole food. So we go to this really nice place. He orders octopus. Who's going to sober up on octopus? If anything, I'm going to have to drink more to eat the octopus. You're going to barf. And that's exactly what happened. So I've I've never eaten octopus in my life. Mm -mm. I'm not that sophisticated. I know I may look it, but I'm not. So I'm eating the octopus and I'm like, "Eh, this is good. Trying to impress him, making him think that I eat this shit. And so anyway, as I'm eating it, I fall off the bar stool (laughs) and it's a classy place. And so I am just, I'm on the floor. He's picking me up like, oh my God, he puts me back on the stool. Um, Then uh, I throw up in the bar. So I'm throwing up shreds of octopus. Was it at least like under the bar so like no one sees just like a... No, it was pretty obvious. Yeah. (laughs) It was on the bars, on the floors, oh, on no. my pants. Did you see like the like the octopus? Yeah, the legs? octopus. Like, yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah. Like, just like the sucker sticking to <laughs> your Yeah, basically. Oh, no. Yeah, basically. And oh, so no. then we go. Uh, he's like, oh, no, I got to get her out of here. So he gets me in an Uber. We get in the Uber. I throw up in the Uber. So now he's got, he pays the Uber fee oh. for the vomit in there. And it's not, again, it's not just, and I'm sorry to be, it's not just throw up. It's octopus throw up. Oh, no. That's the only thing you guys ordered was octopus? It's the only thing you ordered. It's just black because it's like octopus ink. It's just fucking squid. Oh, wrong. Sorry. Yeah, it was white. It was like these like white, you know, round chunks that I didn't really chew. I'm just thinking of calamari the whole time. She's like, yeah, yeah, octopus calamari, right? I could have wore it as a bracelet, really. Like, that's how they're just those round. Oh, so gross. So now I'm puking octopus up in this guy's Uber. So the guy brings me. He doesn't know what to do with me. He he probably could have asked for my address. He did not do anything with me sexually, okay. which says something. But he brought me to his apartment. I kept puking. I threw up in his shower. I was naked in his shower throwing up. He didn't come in. He just let me take my shower because I had throw up all over me. So okay. I, was, I was naked in the shower. He didn't come in. Threw up uh, in the shower. Now he's got to clean up my throw up in the shower. <laughs> And then um, I ended up sleeping until, you know, however late I could. Then I woke up. I started throwing up again. No. So this is this was probably four years ago, f- four or five years ago. So it's more recent than I expected. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. If, I, if I was 21, I thought, yeah. this would be, no, I was like 42. <laughs> and it was from Facebook. Day. No. Um, <laughs> so. That was it. You know, I just, I thought that, you know, I'll never hear from again. I didn't want to really hear from again. There was nothing, you know, whatever. So, um, like I said, about five years ago. So about one year ago, his name was Tim. And this this won't expose who he is at all. But his name was Tim. He had a horrible last name. And I was like, I can't marry marry him because his last name anyway. So it's fine. I puked. Um, So about a year ago, I suddenly get a text, a random text. 
and he was like, hey, this is Tim blank. We went on the date where you got really sick. And he was like, are you still single by chance? Oh, my God. He wanted to go out on another date like four years later. And so this poor guy was that desperate that I was someone on his list that was still potentially dateable. I have some questions. Sure. First, immediately after the date. So like you slept at his house and then you just like Uber home the next day and you're like, thanks. It's been cool. Yeah. He got me the Uber. Okay. He, was, he was really gentlemanly. Um, I actually did think I would hear from him after. You did think? <laughs> I did yeah. because he was so gentlemanly. Okay. I did not hear from him. Got it. And you know, it's so funny is that I thought I didn't hear from him. Not because of the vomit, not because I, oh, and the bruise I had on my ass was like, I mean. From falling off the stool. Yeah. And oh, I actually sent it to the guy that I liked. I was like, just, wow. just to turn you on a little bit. I was hanging out with Tim Allen, <laughs> fell down, busted my ass. He really does have a hammer. <laughs> he is a tool man. <laughs> so uh, so um, the reason I thought he didn't, want to go out with me be was because I had never had, because he was very sophisticated, I had never had, and this is not very sophisticated, but um, what are those bowls? They're like Asian bowls with like fresh fish. Poke bowl? Po I never had a pokey bowl. And I told him when, when I first got there, like, oh, I've never had a pokey bowl. And I was like, oh, he he didn't like me because I never had a pokey bowl. Because you didn't have any I was spicy convinced. tuna and fucking <laughs> white right. rice with sesame seeds on it. Right, what? right. I mean, oh, right. But it's just so stupid of me. Like, I genuinely thought that's what turned him off. Not the vomiting everywhere. <laughs> but everything. you didn't care because you really didn't like this guy anyway. I didn't really like him. Yeah. No, no. I didn't think it was a match, but he was very nice. So that was, it's a dating story. And then, but I mean, him reaching out years later, he could see like, oh, like she's doing well for herself. Like she's still so pretty. And, you know, it may not be desperation necessarily. Maybe he's like a... Yeah, maybe not. Let's like, go. Yeah, no, maybe he's aware. He knew you just got hammered. You yeah, know? Like, it was really nice to take care of you. Like, yeah, he literally saved your life in a weird way. You know what I mean? Like you could have fucking like left you out there. You could have been uh, someone could have hurt you or something. Yeah, if I lived in L.A., I probably would have said, "Sure, let's go out again," and then done the same thing and see if he, if he can handle it twice. Then he's my man. If you can't handle me at my vomiting twice, then you can't handle me at my worst. You have a because that's not my worst. <laughs> yeah, throwing up tuna and shit. What cucumbers. was the main thing you don't? you didn't like about him he was a little bit uptight for me okay i like guys like i said charisma charm like that can own a room he was a little bit reserved okay. and you know worked kind of just more of that I, i'm really into marketing or something mm -hmm. it's like oh okay and i'm like okay stable guy <laughs> yeah. i want someone unstable yeah. who's obsessed with themselves <laughs> loser <laughs> what drew you in to date him in the first place was he attractive he was attractive and um I liked his his physical style. Like okay. I liked the way he dressed, and I think he did have a decent ish sense of humor when we were going back and forth. You know, in mm -hmm. in the Bumble, whatever Tinder, wherever we met. You know, he was he could keep up mm -hmm. with, with wit, but in person he was just like flat. He was flatter than my chest, basically. <laughs> he was just flat. You know, it was just. Ugh. I mean, maybe you don't even remember. Remember though. That's true. Maybe he had a great yeah, personality. He was, he maybe killed it. <laughs> yeah, you were It smashed. was hidden underneath all the vomit. Yes. Oh, God. Yeah, <laughs> so guy. much vomit for not eating. Like, I feel like you probably had alcohol poisoning. I definitely, I definitely did. I hadn't really eaten much. It was a lot of um, uh, liquid at first, yeah. and then it was just the octopus. Um, is everyone okay with me turning this off for a few minutes? Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, everyone is cold. Yeah, and, like, I'm gonna yes. and I'm going to throw up now because I'm so cold. <laughs> <laughs> 
$60 kilos. That's right. The unattainable number that no one in the world of Kratom was able to accomplish until Yo Kratom came along. For years, entrepreneurs, scientists, academics all tried to solve the $60 kilo problem and YoKratom.com are the ones that actually figured it out. And now thanks to their sheer brilliance, you can get a kilo of Kratom for just $60. What? How did they solve the legendary $60 kilo problem? And will anyone else solve that $60 Yo Kratom kilo problem? I just want to say, guys, if you are a fan of Kratom, you don't have to uh, be a slave to whatever corner store or whatever yeah. to get your Kratom. And then you don't know what's in the bags. You don't know what strains they have at YoKratom.com. They mm-hmm. have the strains that you want. They have their own proprietary strain called Trainwreck, which they only have, which is my favorite and Chris Vega's favorite. Get what Shannon and Chris <laughs> yes. Vega drinks. We love it. And you can get it in powder or capsule form. And then also, you can find out on season three of YoKratom whatever else they have in store. That's right. It's YoKratom's third year of being a loyal sponsor on the show. Let's go. YoKratom.com, home of the $60 kilo. Now, where were we, Shani? Okay, and then you have a, a bad sex story? Yeah, I do. I said I was going to have one drink, and I lie every time. My trainer isn't seeing this, though. I don't think he watches the show. Anybody want more? So the bad sex story, I feel not bad telling. I just am like, mm, do I need to put this out there? But I already, uh, whatever, who cares? Um, so this was recent. Octopus vomit everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> a new octopus this time. Um, so this was semi-recent because I got out of a relationship a couple months ago and I'm forcing myself to date. I don't want to date. I hate it. I'm not like I'm, I'm not over my ex. It's like, you know, I'm really just forcing it. So um, I thought, okay, well, I'll go out with someone totally opposite than my ex. Mm. Uh, And so this guy, um, ex-fighter pilot from the Air Force. Nice. um, Graduated from Harvard. uh, uh, He's a a diplomat. I mean, he's like very, you know, not someone I would date. I like the fighter pilot part. Uh, Sexy. fun. Sexy. Yeah. Like uniform. Kind of sexy too. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, if a plane was crashing, like, could you go in the cockpit (laughs) and like save it? Can you go in the cockpit? (laughs) Pit? I'm really kinky. I'm actually more into the pit part of the, rather than the the cock. Yeah. (laughs) Rather than the cock. Yeah. Um, so total opposite. I thought he was, you know, there's gonna be no drama, very respectable, blah, blah, blah. A little bit more like the guy that, cleaned up my vomit you know i was kind of going trying to go back to that world and so uh we went on our third date first and second date were okay they were fine it was just like meh. like when we kissed i was you know when you kiss someone and i mean you might not know because it's been so long it has been a while <laughs> but like when you kiss someone and it's just natural yes and you're like whoa i'm a good kisser but it's not because i'm a good kisser it's just because it's natural you yeah. Adapt yeah. To yeah. Each other. yeah yes. exactly this guy it was like literally like uh, oh no! Like there was no circle no. kisser. It was a circle kisser. Yes. I felt nothing. I was like, literally, my eyes were open. I was just going like, oh, like when is this so over? Bad. Yeah. Can we so take bad. a moment to address this because so bad. Th- we, this used to come up on the show a hundred years ago in the inception of the show, the circle kissers when I used to make out with people oh. ever. And so like this is a thing that I feel like needs to not still be a thing. And there's two different things. There's like a tight lip kisser mm. that should never be a thing. 
And then there's the circle kisser. And it's like, if you're just doing this. That's a fucking weirdo. That's not ever sexy. Maybe for like a second, like a second and then you switch. Like a one loop. Yeah, yeah. You get one loop and then you got to move on. But this on it, like this is how like when you learn how to make out in like 10th grade or whatever, they tell you, oh, you just spin your tongues around and then you grow from there. Yeah, it feels like spin the bottle kiss. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, exactly. But this isn't like something that grown adults should be doing. Yeah. Yeah, it's so bad. I, I was going to say, I'm sorry. I watch like Bachelor in Paradise and all those shows <laughs> and I watch them kiss and I will like a, a person and then see the kiss and go and go, oh my God. Okay. This is, you're horrible. Yeah. And and you can tell. You, you can, can tell, tell from you the outside. You don't need to be on it's the inside. It's like a dance. It's like when you can mm-hmm. tell when it's smooth and you're like, oh, like you get turned on yourself. You're like, oh, this is hot. And then sometimes it's just like, it's yeah. just static and you're like, oh, oh what are you doing? You're yeah. kinda like, so bad. They're kind of like missing sometimes. It's missing. Yeah. It's, just like, uh, it, it, uh, eh. it's just not on rhythm. It's so it's such a big turn off. Yeah, and you would think age would have something to do with it because you've done it enough. Like yeah. this guy's, you know, in his later 40s. So yeah. by that age, you should know how to not circle kiss. Of but if course. no one ever, cor- like how do you correct? How do you correct it though? Because like no one's gonna ever tell you, right? So and that's what we're telling you guys. It <laughs> yeah. can be corrected. So so I feel like they, you know, someone really likes you, they can go wait, like hey, slow down, like follow me, like relax. Yeah, if I was then super go, oh, into him yeah, and like yeah. really was and had a buzz enough, like a big enough buzz and was really wanting yeah. it to be right, yeah. but I just was so not. Yeah. I didn't. It wasn't my responsibility. It's the right. next girl's responsibility. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, what every girl has said for his yeah. forty years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, exactly. I know. Exactly. I know. <laughs> so we you know that was like the first night and but i was like but he's a nice enough guy good co- good conversation it's not enough reason to cut it off right yeah like i'll go on another date okay so then we go on a third third date and he gets up out of the blue and runs away he, and and uh, he's like i gotta take this call and he runs and so i sat at the bar for a couple minutes and i like jet emergency yeah, like, yeah, he had to go save Fun. a plane. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and um, and then just crashed directly into my heart because no. of what of what happened no. into your middle. After. Into <laughs> my middle. <laughs> That's why my middle hurts. <laughs> uh, so he comes back a couple minutes later, and he had his hands over his face like this, and he was like. I'm so sorry. He's like, I have to take this call. But he looked absurd with his hands like this. But he's like, I have to take this call. He's like, it's my ex-girlfriend and she's having a mental breakdown. Oh, no. 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 Yeah. You lie. You don't even tell no, the person you don't you're tell. out with. Yeah, you're you on doing? a date with, you know, so, and I'm a, I'm an ex-girlfriend who would have a mental breakdown. <laughs> like, but I'm not calling my ex, you know, especially, and not that I would know if he's on a date or not, but like, I'm not her. But I get it. I understand. I want to have the mental breakdown. I'm just controlling myself enough not to um, until no one sees me behind closed doors. But <laughs> <laughs> so he takes the call. But or so I'm sorry. So he says, I need to take this. Um, he goes, I need 30 minutes. What? I swear to God. I could see, you know, like. I almost feel like it sounds like I'm making it up because 30 minutes. Who says I'm on a date? <laughs> I need 30. I need four hours and I'll be yes. back. So you just sit bad. tight. <laughs> yes. So I'm, I'm trying to set boundaries and learn that mm-hmm. from my last relationship. Like I'm trying to just stand up for myself and, you know, not let people not be pushed around. And so I said, you know what? 30 minutes. I'm good. I'll see you next time. I'm going to head to the train. What, at what point in the date is this happening? So it was a while. Like, we had probably been there for like an hour, hour and a half. So it wasn't okay. t- too early, but not too late. Like, we could have definitely kept going. You weren't like in the middle of dinner. No, we were having drinks. Okay. And what I did like about him was each dr- each 
date was drinks. Okay, that's good. And I, I respect like that. that. Yeah. I'm like, alcoholic, totally <laughs> yes. fine with me. If you ask me to go hiking, you got a problem. <laughs> and I'm sending you to some sort of support group. <laughs> so uh, he says the 30 minutes. So I was like, no, I'm, I'm okay. I leave. I go to the train. So I get a text and I'm at the train. And I, 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 you know, I... I stuck to my guns. I, I stuck to my boundaries and I met the train and he's like, I'm so sorry. Will you please come back? You know, we're, you know, I took care of it. She's good, you know. And so I said, all right, okay. So I go back. I wait at the bar for a few minutes until he gets there and he gets there and he's like, I'm sorry. You know, that's it. That's not going to happen again. So um, we have a couple more drinks and we go back to his place and this is where the sex story mm-hmm. part comes in. And he did not deserve sex. No. I did not even want to, like, I... I also want to say, though, that... This is the guy that should have paid for your Uber home. Oh, he did. Oh, okay. But but when you were like, oh, I'll just take the train, he should have been like, oh, no, oh, let me yeah, get your at Uber point, at yes. that moment. Mm-hmm. Like, this is the guy that really should have done it. Yes, absolutely. That's where I need to learn even more boundaries. Yeah. I should have said that. So um, we go to his apartment and his girlfriend called. She called, not while I was there because I ended up leaving, but she called a total that night of 56 times. And he's telling you every time she's calling. Every time she called, he answered. Oh my god! So oh no! So we're we're on the couch at first, like making out a little bit. Not it's more because I'm like I'm kind of buzzed and I'm just like sad, you know, like oh sure I'll make out. Yeah, I'm just kind of depressed and we'll do the circle kissing. <laughs> oh no! I'm just that. Please don't tell me this was sad. a year and a half ago. <laughs> you can also check out of circle kissing. You can. Yeah, I you just, can just was like, like do it. Yeah. Whatevs. Yeah. So um. Then we might go into the bedroom and we like start like hooking up and like having sex. So I'm in the middle of giving him what some people would call a blowjob. Oh, a beige. <laughs> a good old beige. I was trying to look for more of a professional term in case my family watches this. But uh, And so she calls. He gets up during the no. blowjob oh, no. to go take the call. Come on. In the hallway, he throws on pants, goes in the hallway so I can't hear what he's saying. He leaves a blowjob. And by the way, mind you, I'm good at blowjobs. It's not a circle blowjob. It's not a this. It's a gawk gawk 3000? It's a whatever that is, yes. Okay. Okay. She didn't want to say It might even be a gawk gawk 4000. Was it a good gawk gawk 4000? That's pretty good. It's a good This guy's a piece of shit. Yeah, oh, so I mean, you've got to be pretty dumb to walk out on that kind of that level blowjob. <laughs> does he like jump, like jump up as his phone jumps goes up? Hey, does he jumps up a... like he's Michael Jordan? <laughs> does he, have he, a... he, he, he like slam dunks, <laughs> then he heads out. That's how high he jumped. <laughs> does he have a Woody while he's on the phone? He might have. I don't know. So he's lying to her, and he said that he wasn't on a like he was on a date. He's not on a date anymore. Lies. So he comes back in, and uh, and he said she asked, you know, was I on a date? And um, and he said, yeah, I was on a date. And I said, did you give her my name? Oh, no. And he, he said, yeah. And I go, just my first name, right? No. He's like, no, I said your full name. <sighs> like, this guy's an, an idiot. And so she works for the FBI. <laughs> no. Swear to God. So yeah. I'm with a diplomat and a guy from the FBI. I'm a comic. <laughs> no. I don't, what the fucking kidding me. What the fuck is going on? So now this chick in the FBI. Oh, no has my name whatever whatever i mean i said well good thing i you know didn't post those bank robberies to instagram (laughs) otherwise i'd be a little nervous right now uh so he comes back and he tries to start the the bj all over again you didn't continue it no i didn't and so i said i'm not really feeling it and he's like that's okay let's just go to sleep so i was like okay 
so I turn over and at this point I should have left. So I turn over and then I lay down. I basically just said, you know what, I'm this may this is not fun and I'm not really this isn't cool. And so as I said that, she FaceTimed him. Oh my God. And he answered. <laughs> and so he didn't want her to see. He's like, oh my God, like hide. You've got to hide. You've got to. So is he still with his girlfriend, his ex girlfriend? Like, are they actually together? Is he cheating on her? I don't think he's cheating on her. I do think she's crazy, but she's got a grip on him. So yeah, anyway. He's, he's feeding into it. Absolutely. He's answering every single call. If I called my yeah. ex boyfriend, he wouldn't. He wouldn't. I, I could be dead <laughs> in the fuck in a gutter. He wouldn't answer, even if he was alone. If he was sad, he would not answer. This guy's answering every fucking call. So uh, at that point, I said, um, you know, because he was trying to hide me to take the FaceTime because he didn't want her to see that I was there. So he was still taking the FaceTime. He was taking it. Wild. Yeah, wild. So, so I said. You cannot take the FaceTime. And this is where like my little bitch came out. And I'm so not a bitch. It's like so awkward when I try to be a bitch. I'm like, you can't take that phone call. You hear, you know, like. So I was like, okay, don't answer the call and get me an Uber. Get me out of here. I'm done. I'm good. Get me out of here. So I said, don't, an- don't answer. I was like, don't answer. Get the Uber first. So I leave. And then, <laughs> yeah. and then get the, and then get the call. So he, he's like, oh, yeah, you're right. And he was really apologetic. I, he was, I could tell he was very torn. So he gets me the Uber. And I'm expecting an hour later for him to say, I'm so sorry, you know, to get a phone call saying like, or I'm sorry, not a call, getting a text saying, so sorry about that, blah, blah, blah. I didn't get anything until the morning, like the morning at like eight. And he said, uh, so sorry about that. Um, it really sucked. But especially for me, wink emoji, because I was giving a blow. Like really, what an asshole. It's so bad. What an asshole. So bad. I yeah. hope this was a long time ago. Did you? No, like, this was like this was like three weeks ago. It was. Did you like put him like in his place and just be like, I, well, wait, wait, wait. Are you serious? This was three weeks ago. Maybe a month. Maybe wow. a month. Yeah. Wow. What an yeah. Asshole. Baby girl. Yeah. What you had so many red flags. So many. But I said I ignore red flags. Yeah. I ignore them no, all, I, every I, time. I understand like in the moment you're like, I mean he's like he's a nice he's he's nice yeah, enough. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's a successful yeah. guy. You know, he's probably he hasn't gotten laid in a while. Fifty six sure. times? He, that's what he said. He looked at his call log because the next day when he apologized, I said, How many times did she actually call? And he said, Let me look and his his screenshot was fifty six times. Oh, she's she's listening to this. Oh and yeah, she me, follows yeah. me. No, he said she stalks me on Instagram. Yeah, your okay, phone is so bugged. Do me, <laughs> yeah. do, do me a favor. Do me a favor. Ama- amazing. God bless. You know, we had fun. You know, thanks for whatever. You need to never talk to this person again. I know. I know. And I did talk to him a little bit. And now, now I won't. You know. It's but a, did you like let him know like you did this wrong? Like this is not okay. He's yeah, not telling I, you something. I. Well, he's. Well, what was even weirder? He doesn't was, realize what he's doing wrong. Yeah. I mean, he's gonna have a hard time dating but uh he what was really stupid of him i did kind of find it comical after because he said well you know you guys do actually kind of look alike he still likes this person yeah i said said, if you're still into her i go that's fine you know like be with you know if you're still into her that's cool just don't involve me in it and so when he said uh you kind of look like her I don't know her Instagram. You know, I don't have the FBI list. <laughs> <laughs> he said, do you want to see? 
No, listen. God bless. I hate See you later, him guy. So much. I know. It sucks so he likes bad. her. He sounds like oh a guy who God. just broke up with his girl, yes. and they're like, kind of like, uh, I still he, fucking whatever. I think he had a relationship like my last relationship, which was very like explosive. There was a lot of like chemistry, but explosive. And like on again, off again. And this is one of their yeah. off again. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, so I was giving him the benefit of the doubt. I don't like him enough to really care. I was finding it more entertaining. So when he said, "Do you want to see?" I was like. You got it. Yeah, least. sure. Yeah, Let me see if it, if, if she's ugly. If she's ugly, I'm gonna be fucking pissed. If she's ugly, I'm gonna be pissed. So he sent me the picture, and she does look like me, but she doesn't look like I don't have that much confidence. She's not as good looking as me, and she might be watching us right now. Being like, <laughs> yeah, we're gonna have to clip that like, out. Let's clip know, that out for the that sake of get, your security. That could get me killed. I mean, you're a crazy. You're a crazy person, though. Like everybody needs therapy here. In this situation, yeah, like abs- they, abs- all of problems. us, all of but us. especially them. I don't think you're crazy. I think you're a really nice person. <laughs> yeah. Please well, follow me. <laughs> don't I would, follow me. But I am. That's the thing is, I am too way too nice all the time. So uh, yeah. So I mean, she just donated that's my to the chat. That's <laughs> okay, 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 okay. She okay. just hit us with uh, are forty-four dollars. Are they back together? Like they had, they have to be back together. So he went to D.C. because she lives in D.C. and that's why they broke up because she's in D.C. He's got kids up here. He can't live in D.C. He was just there recently and he did text me and I just um, said like, have you? Been, did you get shot yet? You know, like I'm just kind of being a little <laughs> bit of an asshole. As it. your yeah. as your Puerto Rican Italian big brother, I'm telling you right now. Don't fucking talk to this guy anymore. It's no, done. yeah, no, it's done. It's done. You done, deserve done, done, way done. better. Yeah, I do. Beautiful, I do. Chick, even though you he's way better. Yeah, even though he's got a three bedroom apartment. Who gives a fuck <laughs> on the Upper West? You're Island. not fucking. This isn't Mr. Big. This isn't a fantasy land. He's got a psycho woman that can get you fucking killed. Yeah. Stop talking to this guy. Yeah, yeah. So that was my crazy sex story. Okay, great story. So, by the Thank way, you. I knew. <laughs> of course, I'm gonna. My, my life just goes that way. I am I'm, blood red man. That yeah. is an amazing story. I yeah. knew you being on the show was gonna be super easy, and we're gonna fly through this. But we are so behind time right now, and this is a good thing. Oh, That's wow. my answer. Wow. Yes, well, we have to move on to the next segment, which is bad things. Bad things with you. Okay, this is Bad Things, the part where we talk about weird, uh, nope, that's not this one. This is about, uh, physical altercations, and I feel like, uh, or uh, like moments where you are in like an uncomfortable experience, and I feel like you've already told yeah, us I was so about many. To say, <laughs> I can foreshadow a bad thing's going to happen. Uh, FBI is going to break through your windows. <laughs> not going to win, not going to win. <laughs> so, yeah. But do you have... Spooky ha- <laughs> yeah, uh, Have you been in a physical altercation? I haven't really been in a physical altercation, but I've caused some... Uh, okay. That counts. What's the most memorable one? So I have... I've gotten better as I've gotten older. I've mellowed out a little bit, but I used to be very feisty, okay. uh, especially if people were doing something stupid. So if it's cut in line, if it's, you know, be mean to somebody that, you know, is just like an old person, if they're, you know, something, things that are unjust that I consider unjust, I can't keep my mouth shut. So um, this was uh, in Los Angeles. I was at a, cause I, I lived in LA for a long time. So I was at an LA Kings game, a hockey game. A lot of fights there. Nice. Unfortunately, it wasn't on the ice. I would have liked to get into it with one of the hockey players on the ice. Yeah. Uh, sexy. I mean, that would be a good sex story. Yeah. Um, be good. And Except after that last thing with the hockey the player and the slitting oh, of the throat, that's terrifying. Yeah. That would have been a really bad sex story. <laughs> really bad, yes. And then he slit me with a skate in the neck and I'm dead. 
I know that. Was, and then horrible. Ghost Story. It's everything all in one. All in one. Yes. Oh, my God. Do that's it. a beautiful, like, <laughs> that, Hallmark movie. The fucking the, the hockey guy haunts you. <laughs> yeah. Oh. A Hallmark movie. <laughs> yeah, like a Hallmark movie. You know, it's like, oh, I love him. He's a ghost. Oh, then Lifetime. You mean Lifetime. Hallmark is like sweet Christmas <laughs> That's stories. right. That's right. Sorry. But then the ghost is also bulimic, and then it's a Lifetime <laughs> yes. movie. Yes. 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 Exactly. <laughs> so we, uh, we, we left the game, um, and we were, this was my ex and I, we were parked of the many years ago and we were parked in a stacked parking lot and you know all these guys they're working their asses off trying to get everyone their cars i mean these guys like they're making no money they're running around trying to get their cars so this effing asshole cuts in line so there's a long line of everybody waiting to get their car so he cuts in line goes to the front and is like yo like something like i want my keys or something like that he grabs his keys he gets he goes to his car I watch him. He walks to his car and he turns on his headlights. And first of all, the fact that he budged, that's number one. Now number two, okay, wait, why did he just turn on his headlights? So then he yells to the attendants who are, again, trying to get everyone's cars out. He yells to the attendant, you left my headlights on. (laughs) And I was like, you motherfucker. (laughs) You mother, I just saw you turn on those fucking headlights. And so I couldn't be, I couldn't, you know, and so then he was disrupting the whole the whole thing, the order, because now these guys are like, oh, no, we left on the headlights. And I'm like, no, you did not leave on the headlights. He turned on the headlights and he's like, I'm not paying. You left on my headlights. Is this guy by himself? He was with his girlfriend. OK. And um, and so I basically said you I, I called him out. I was like, you turned on. I just saw you turn on your headlights. You did not have your headlight. They were they were not on. So I'm with my ex-boyfriend. He just caused the whole thing for him. <laughs> yeah. And he's going like, stop. Like, Kristen, please stop. Kristen, please, please stop. stop. I cannot please. fight Ludacris right now. Please stop. It basically stop. was Ludacris. <laughs> please stop, He was honey. like, please. Please stop. <laughs> like, I have to fly a jet in 10 hours. <laughs> yeah, yeah whole thing. exactly. Right, right, right. Takes a call from his ex-girlfriend. <laughs> and so I basically, the guy came up to me and he was like, what what like what do you say and i can't i can't reenact i'm so like cheesy with my reenactment but i was just like you're you're like you're an asshole you're trying to screw these guys over it's ten dollars i'll i'll give you the ten dollars stop being dicks to these guys make their lives a little bit easier they already live in an apartment with 20 other people you fucking asshole oh you really tore them down also (laughs) i know i know so i'm like getting both ends i know i could i thought i was being racist (laughs) and she's like they all live in a van together they're always at home depot do the least it was chris Chris farley it was chris farley in a van down by the river that's what i meant if you would have just been like if you need the 10 bucks i'll give it to you that would have been (laughs) good perfect they sell tamales in the morning the least you could do oranges on the side of the road and when you try to be a good person you end up being a bad person there's just no way around it but I was really, I was so pissed at this guy. These guys working so freaking hard. And so the guy comes up to me and he gets in my face. And so they have to hold him. We are, we are what like this. Yeah. So I'm a chick. And so then my boyfriend steps in. They end up getting in a physical altercation. So the, the, um, so my boyfriend hates me. I mean, hate, he already hates me anyway. <laughs> now he hates me even more because now he's in like a physical fight. Mm-hmm. He's literally fighting with his fists and what's the size difference between the two guys pretty significant 
my ex was 5'9", and this guy was probably like 6'2"-ish oh, no. or whatever. <laughs> oh, At least he so, stepped up. At least he stepped he did, up. He did step. He didn't step. have a choice. Like, you didn't have a choice. Right. And yeah. I'm like, beat his ass. <laughs> beat his ass. He's like, honey, what do you want me to do? <laughs> yeah, There's yeah. not much I can do yeah. here. And at that point, it's like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> his, his headlights were on. They were on the whole time. <laughs> and so, uh, you know, so now my boyfriend's getting all scuffled up or whatever. And so they throw... Um, they, I, I told him I was like, my car's the Mazda. I'm, this is now. See, now I'm putting myself down by saying I drive a Mazda. <laughs> Wait, so your boyfriend was getting beat up. But he was in a he was in the altercation. Like but it wasn't was a losing. full beat up. He was losing. Okay. He's definitely losing. Oh, no. Damn, Damn, I really was hoping that he would win. He was definitely losing. Damn it. So they send. So I said, it's the black Mazda, the Mazda. So they op- So there's a fence. To, there's a fence that opens up to the street, but everyone was exiting out this way and around. So my car was by the fence. So they open up the fence to just us. So they they basically all the the uh, parking attendants were protecting my boyfriend. <laughs> and so my poor boyfriend needs like ten guys to protect him. So now he looks like nerdy white guy who's like, help me. I don't know what fighting is. By the way, is this the most recent ex? No, this was oh, an ex from long ago. I was going to say, this is what you can hold on to to help you get over him. Yeah, no, no, yeah, because he was a pussy. Yes. No, I was way over the okay. sex a long time ago. So, uh, but we were together for eight years. So, uh, <laughs> oh, we won't get into that. Um, so, and that should have been an altercation. I actually, yeah, no, I won't get into that. Um, it wasn't. It wasn't. But um, I was, I do a joke in my set where I basically was like looking for an excuse to break up. And I was like. I, I couldn't find one. You need you need like a catalyst kind of. And I so I do a joke where I'm like, I was just if only he would just hit me. <laughs> you know, like so I could be like, I'm leaving. But like I mean he, he couldn't never even did. hit the guy he was. Right, exactly. Yeah. So I had no chance. Yeah, man, he stepped up. Right. I like this guy a little right. bit. I, I feel bad. Right. I feel bad. Yeah, no, he was a nice guy. So uh anyway, they open up the gates and we just reverse out of the so they throw my boyfriend in the driver's seat and um I now feel like a total a hole. Um, and when my boyfriend reversed, it's my car, he's driving my car, they have the fence open and there's like a thing sticking out of the gate. It, it was a thick metal something. It scraped the entire side of my car. <laughs> oh, you know, like no. in, in Greece, um, in Greece, Greece lightning. Yeah. When they're driving and they're doing the race. Yeah. And the bad guys have the little razor thing that comes yeah, out yeah, and yeah. cuts into the other car. <laughs> yeah. That's what my car looked like. That when we reverse out, it just my Mazda. Yeah, my my, Cindy, my Mazda, my expensive Mazda. Um, and so you know we got a black guy out of it. Not a black guy. Well, but we got <laughs> yes. him. We got him. Um, but we also got a black eye as well. So. Uh, <laughs> I feel like that was the universe paying you back for starting. It was. Right. It yeah. was. But that guy definitely deserved something. You should have like yeah. thrown a, a, a ten dollar bill at him as you drove yeah, away, motherfucker. Yeah, I just have. to like make him feel like an asshole. Yeah, one that explodes. <laughs> an exploding ten dollar bill. <laughs> okay, we're gonna move to our final segment now, which is scary things. This is the part where we talk about weird, creepy, unexplainable, <laughs> possibly paranormal things. Anything that in the moment freaked you out and you couldn't explain. Yes. And I am a little bit weird, like a little bit hesitant to talk about it because my mom passed away. I'm sorry. And sorry so it's like, am I telling ghost stories about my mom right now? You know, and my mom, so my mom did believe in the paranormal. 
um she believed in signs and things like that i do too um and uh, i know when i was little she and my dad they've always told the story and they were not doing it to freak us out like i mean they swore and it's not that that creepy or scary i'll tell another one but um my parents said they were necking in my mom's house that she grew up in so she was like 18 or something and her you know her parents and siblings were all in the living room yeah my mom's Mazda yeah as her entire family was in the living room as my dad and her <laughs> were making out no so the, the family wasn't home the windows were all closed and they've just always told this story where they were kissing and my mom said the house she grew up in was definitely haunted like my aunt who is very not into this stuff she'll poo-poo these stories and make them out to be nothing she said she woke up in the middle of the night with something standing at the foot of her bed and she was frozen stiff you know and everyone in the family it was um they had six kids in the family and then my grandparents so eight people in the house and they all attest to ghost stories from this house and um like the door like the doors okay that's not creepy at all see that's not creepy the tv just went out i'm out of here Wait, normally okay. that happens when somebody turns a TV on in the lounge, but that didn't happen. See, this turned is, off. See, right. I have you a know, thing. Your yeah, stories have like, been too good today. I know, I know. <laughs> and reason. I actually, I, like, I almost, like, don't want to go further because I freak myself out a little bit. But, um, you know, they would all hear a door close and shut at the same time. They would yell, are you in bed? Are you in bed? Everyone would be in bed. It's a small, you know, small house, mm-hmm. 1965, probably, you know, 1962 or something. Um, and so my mom said one day she put on a Barbara Streisand record and, um, maybe she was just getting payback for listening to Barbara Streisand. (laughs) I don't know, but she put on a record and she said it was playing and like all this weird stuff would happen in that house. And she said it was playing and singing like, and all of a sudden it just went like to, like these evil noises Uh And uh, it scared the living daylights out of her. And, you know, she never listened to that record again. However, it is still in the house like that I our house I grew up in. But anyway, that was her. Those were some of her stories. She had a lot. um, But those were some of her stories. But these are things that could like possibly be explained. Right. Like, was it the record just like not slowing down? Right. But Except for, like, your sister seeing, like, a figure, unless that's, like, a middle of the night, like, in between sleeping and waking. Well, my yeah. mom saw it. My my aunt. The same s- exact figure. I think. They okay. said it was, like, a man figure. So okay. my mom saw it. My aunt my aunt Karen saw it. My aunt Judy saw it. My aunt Eileen saw it. Like, all of her sisters saw it. Different nights. They would be at the end of their bed, and they would be frozen in bed. And they we are Catholic, so they would pray to Jesus, mm-hmm. and then it would go away. Um, they all had that experience. So the experience with my father and my mother was they were making out. And she said when they were w- making out, you know, there was no wind. And my dad's not into the stuff at all. Um, but when they were making out, all of a sudden something just whipped by them and um, they could feel a breeze and then stuff fell off the shelf. And she, they said you could hear a whistle, like a whistle noise, like it went Zoom, like that. And my mom's theory was it the ghost. So the woman who lived in the house before them died in the house and so my mom's theory and my dad's theory was that she was angry that they were making out or being like sexual or whatever okay so that's like you know here or there um so my mom my mom passes away i have a lot of um she passed away three years ago this december uh her and i very into signs um and basically i mean there were so many things that happened the day that my mom 
the day that my mom died and then the following couple weeks inside our house. The house that I grew up in was only about 20 years old. So it's not an old house. No one else had ever passed away. My mom passed away in her sleep. Um, in the house? In the house. Okay. And um, so, you know, and I mean no disrespect to my mother. Like, as I tell these stories, I do get a little bit, like, weird saying it. But um, the day she died, um, it was about six hours or so after um, I, we found out i i was in the house when she we we, you know i was in the house whatever when we found um and uh i went into the bedroom that i was staying in to change because family was coming over to be a you know everyone gathers and i went into my room and i was crying and i said mom please show me a sign and um her and i again were very much into signs so i walked out of the room that I was staying in I turned to go to her room because I wanted to check her cell phone to see like the last activity like what because she died unexpectedly in her sleep um and when I walk when I turned the corner I was nowhere near the room um essentially just to kind of make it easy so it's not such a convoluted story essentially when I went to go toward her room again I wasn't even close to her room it's December 30th no windows are over nothing um uh a a bouquet thing crashed um, on her dresser. It just crashed, no explanation. And I, I just asked her two minutes prior for a sign. And so that was wild. So then I walked, it freaked me out. And I said to my brother, this just fell over. I was like, oh my God, this just fell over. And my brother said, like, don't start. Like, don't even go there, like, stop. Um, and so then I went into the bathroom. I said, oh, I have to pee. I went into the bathroom. And all of a sudden the light I, – we've been in this house basically since I was a kid, you know, a kid. I've never seen this happen. I go into the bathroom. This is seconds after the thing just fell over. The light starts flashing on and off like crazy. Just – I mean, it was like a strobe light. Never seen that in my life. And I'm sitting on the toilet going pee, you know, like mm-hmm. – and I just said – you know, and I'm in shock. I mean, my mom was my best friend, and I, it was hor- – I, I feel like I've been living in a nightmare since since she passed away. Um, but I was sitting there, and the light is going crazy. I've never experienced anything like this personally, like, you know, paranormally. I've seen, like, experienced signs, things that I think are signs. And also growing up in that house, this has never happened. Never. Yeah. Never. So um, it was going crazy, and the only thing that came to my mind, it was just a quick thought. I just – I said – is every I said, is everything going to be okay? Like, I didn't know what to add. I just said, is everything going to be okay? And the light went pop and then just shut off. What? Total blackness. And, like, I, I took that as yes. Mm-hmm. I took that as an answer. Like, yes, it's going to be okay. I felt like if it, if it didn't pop, mm-hmm. then that was, like, a bad sign. Um, and then after that, um, the uh, frames started falling over. Never have happened in my life. Frames started falling over. Um, uh, the um, what are those things called? The vacuums that the Roomba. Roomba, the Roomba was just running on its own. And my mom's favorite thing we would tease her all the time about vacuum. She was obsessed wow, with vacuuming. Yeah. Obsessed with that's, vacuuming. That's, that's a nice sign. Um, so the Roomba was suddenly just randomly on, and I said to my dad, "I go, did you turn the Roomba on?" And he was like. No, I didn't even know it was on because he's a, he's an idiot. You know, like <laughs> it's just only making a loud noise going right by you, <laughs> fucking idiot. Um, so the Roomba was going. Um, the light in my room, the uh, the, the one that I was staying in, the desk lamp that went on and off on its own um, several times. 
I have a list of, I have a list, I wrote every single thing down that I either thought was a sign or something that was like more paranormal. Um, I think I probably have like 70 things written on the list and I could add more to it, but of things happening in the house. We had, um, she died around Christmas and our favorite Christmas decoration was this porcelain tree she made in the 70s at like porcelain class or whatever they would do in the (laughs) 70s. And um, uh, the, uh, no one was there. Nobody was there in one of the little things. You put little lights, little, uh, like they're little like the birds, lights. kind of like little, they'd be like turtle little, doves. Well, there'd be like turtle doves, and then there would be little, um, almost like tree branch things, but they were mm-hmm. blue, and you'd put them in the hole, okay, and it would glow because there would be a light bulb in the center of the ceramic tree, mm-hmm. and then it would glow the so, um, those would go missing. We have no, Id- no idea where they went except. One was directly under the Christmas tree, like the actual Christmas tree. So it was all this stuff right in a row, right after my mom died, um, that has never, ever happened um, in in our house. My dad has stories. Um, my sister has stories. My brother has stories. Um, and then the one that was most significant to me was, so my mom was a painter. And so she would paint in the basement and... Um, I just went into the basement and there's a, multiple rooms in the basement. And so in the one room where she was a painter, um, the light bulb above her paint station um, f- was flickering again. Like I have it on video. It was flickering like wild, like wild. Like I I was talking to her. I mean, you know, if someone had a video camera on me, they would think I was insane. But it was so wild. I just went there to sit to be with my mom because – painting was her life and her world and her happiness so I just went to sit in her paint room and the light above her paint table never seen this happen again again in my life lights have never flickered that I've noticed Mm -hmm. ever um the one above her like directly like it would be this lamp above her paint table went insane um and it probably went on I taped it for like 10 minutes or more where it just flickered like insane and then it stopped and when it stopped, I was really disappointed. But I had gotten 10 minutes of it, and I was talking to her, and I was, you know, getting everything out. And then I said, again, well, I said, is, well, I said, is everything going to be okay? I got, like, a little flick or something. Then I sat there for a couple more minutes, and I said, Mom, if it was – if this was – and I have it all on videotape. I kept recording. And I said, Mom, if it was – really you which I've done now a billion times and it doesn't happen you know mm-hmm. so it's not like a magic where you're just like mom if it's you flash this light now flash this light now take his glasses off now pull down his pants <gasps> you know like you know it does it's not how it works um but this is all very fresh and everything um and I said mom if it's you I said mom if it's you make it flicker three more times and it had been off and it went poop 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 and that was it and then it's flickered on and off here and there since but that was the most significant so you know that that's more like happy ish things but i mean i've had like effed up dreams this was before my mom died where i have this it's happened twice i've had the same spirit in my dream um and it sounds really effed up but i have the same spirit in my dream who hates me and is very angry and again this was well before my mom died um and she would grab me by the ponytail and whip me around the room and slam me into things and so I have this like weird fear of this like random. So, but you know, it's a female. Do you see what it's it looks fe- like? Um, it was more like in my dream, it's more of like a feminine energy. But I, I mean, I haven't had the dream in so long, but I picture 
like if I were to close my eyes and to see the dream, it was like she was in something flowy, like what, like whitish flowy. Maybe it's a cliche that you just imagine, mm -hmm. but it was definitely a feminine energy and she hated me. And I mean, she took me by the ponytail and just slammed me, slammed me, slammed me. So I've had that dream twice. You, oh, so you don't, do you still have that? Dream? I haven't had it in years. I haven't had it in probably four years. Okay, so I have a couple of things. First, um, I just want to say, I don't think there was anything disrespectful in your telling of the story. I think it was beautiful. Mm -hmm. Like, okay. it was all lovely. Because I always want to honor my mom and not, like, you know, use her for, like, oh, I'm on a podcast. I'm going to use you as material. No. Yeah. No. You know, like, yeah. but I, it were it was very significant, all the things that have happened. And then especially after hearing you tell the story, the fact that the TV went out at the very beginning of it was That was kind of wild. Yeah, no, and that's, I'm telling you, that's what happens. Like TVs will go out. Like I went to, so I have bonding on my teeth um, and bonding is basically just like a little filler. So I had a space between my teeth. And so when I was 16 years old, uh, my mom took me to get it bonded and it was such a gift because I hated smiling because I was so embarrassed with my smile. And so it wears off eventually after a while, you need to get your bonding refreshed. So before my mom died, I said to my mom, I'm finally going to get my bonding refreshed. I hadn't gotten it done since I was 16. And so... Um, that was in February. My mom, it was scheduled for February. My mom died December 30th. And so um, I was at the dentist's office and it was very emotional because it was the exact same dentist's office that I had it done originally. But the dentist, uh, it's the same office, but the son now is the main dentist and the father retired. So it's just like now a new era. It's a different, you know, it's a son, blah, blah, blah. It was a very difficult thing for me. I had to put it off because I was so emotional. My mom came with me, obviously, the first time I did it. So when I went there, um, I was in the room and they were about to do my teeth and the TV just shut off. Hmm. And they were like, oh, the TV just shut off. And I didn't say like, well, maybe it's my mom. But it's like stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking of my mom and I was like, I was asking my mom to be with me, you know, so th like I can't control that stuff happens now. Yeah. The fact, like, when it went off, I looked out into the lounge because the only time, I mean, Harrington and Jorge can attest to this, but, like, the only time this TV goes out is when somebody's in the lounge and they put the TV on out there and then it turns this off for a second and then it connects. Can one of you guys just just uh, tune in here just so I'm not lying? Harrington's reaching for the Yeah, uh, that happens every once in a while. Has it ever gone off without somebody turning it on in the lounge? Not that I can recall. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. I will say like, so just, go ahead. Sorry. I did have someone, and this is actually how um, I ended up talking to Mike about doing the show was because some, basically this guy um, the other day told me without any knowledge about, about me, um, your mom says to keep making people laugh. Mm -hmm. And um, she also says to get your life together. <laughs> <laughs> which makes so much sense mm -hmm. because my life is a train wreck right now ever since I got out of my, my relationship. And so there's a book there, How to Not Be an F-Up. Yes. They gave it to me. But anyway, that's how I ended up chatting was because I get these weird things that happen or signs or just communication randomly. Yeah. What is our heart out here? Is it 7 o'clock? We could we could push like seven oh five probably. Okay, so um, if you want to just give me a splash, and then I do yeah. want to hear your review of the book. So should we? Do you oh, guys want to in the booth talk about what the preface is of this? It's you know it's a it's a, it's a book written by a literally a literary scholar, uh, certainly ahead of his time. Can I go pee. Go ahead. I'm, I'll be right super okay. fast. 
No, so, just pee them here. <laughs> so are we not revealing who wrote? Are we not revealing who wrote the book? I mean, I I don't think it's going to register one way or another, but I think it'd be for the people at home. I think they might enjoy it if we talked about it okay. as a literary work that it is, and then went into the author's details at the end. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. So. Kristen, let's let's hear. Okay, what's so what's the title of the book again? Stop being an effing mess. Okay. And so I'm I'm not much of a reader, so this was actually a lot for me. It's like <laughs> it's a brochure. It's, yeah, it's like <laughs> yeah, almost less than. Um, so all of the information was really good information, and I'm very obvious information where some of it's like yeah, duh. But it's stuff that you need to be reminded of. So, you know, I can let things go. And so parts of it, I actually, I was like, I wish I didn't have to give it back because I would (laughs) just tear pages out. I would desecrate the shit out of this thing. I would tear pages out and hang it on my wall because I'm really trying to do a little bit of a manifesting slash reminding myself of, you know, things that just normal people who function do no regularly yeah Yeah. um like no negative speak like stop negative speak it's so uh, like that so a lot of it's it's very obvious but it's like oh yeah i forget i have to stop negative speak so i would cut this out and hang this on my wall so it's stop negative speak be grateful stop sleeping so much i sleep i i use sleep as a way to disappear like i feel like it's like how you die without dying Mm-hmm. I'm like, I get that. yeah, so I sleep way too much. I do have, you know, some depression issues occasionally here and there. Um, so uh, the dopamine detox, like the social, get, which is getting off social media. Mm-hmm. So again, it's all like just, yeah, duh, duh, duh. But I'm not saying duh in a bad way. Mm-hmm. It's duh in a, oh, yeah, I should do that. Um, journaling, meditation, um, uh, being a magnet to people, taking advantage of opportunities, making eye contact when you talk. And actually, when I say eye contact, then I feel weird making eye contact. Now I'm like, now I can't look at you. Um, But how that will change, you know, your, it's like a bridge connecting you to other people and that will enhance your relationships. Um, Like the one thing he said, taking notes. um, That's actually a really good idea. I would never do it in a million years. Um, I'm too lazy. There are certain things where I draw the line. I'm like, I'm not that big of a loser. I'm not going to like sit here and like take notes while you guys talk. But, um, uh, you know, I think it's a good if you're not a reader, which I'm not. um, Like, I actually don't even know how to read. Someone had to actually read this for me. (laughs) But if you're not. The author. (laughs) You know, because sometimes a lot of these books, these self-help books, they're, they're super thick. They're and they repetitive. say the same thing. Yes, yes. It's almost like a Dateline special. Like I love watching Dateline specials, but the first part of the show after the commercial and the last part after the commercial, it's just repeating exactly yeah. what's leading into the next. Mm-hmm. So it's so much repetitive information that if they just said the story, it would be a 15-minute story. It's also every every reality show, same thing. It's like before the commercial, after the commercial, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a preview and then a recap. It's all the same thing. Exactly. So, I mean, it's all stuff basically you would find in a really thick book that like Tim Ferriss would write, like, mm-hmm. you know, but just trunk truncated. I already used that <laughs> word. Uh, did you look it up? Taking notes. <laughs> okay, right, right. Taking, taking notes, yeah. So if you don't like reading a lot and you need the reminders, this is a great book to have around. And I was actually bummed I, that I put it in my bag to come here. I was like, maybe I'll just say I forgot it. I feel like you probably can take it. And I feel like this is not 
what you guys were going for in the review. Yeah, what was who, exactly are you Drew? What Who's I was Drew? Going Did for? you write it? No, no, no. I wish. I wish <laughs> I I had that kind of a brain. Do who yeah. You remember that uh, curly-haired gentleman that kind of spoke at you for a little bit? Uh, Dominic? No, 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 no. no. He was on a podcast hair. with Oh, you. the long hair? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's him. He wrote this? Yeah. Oh, well, tell him to cut, get a haircut, and I'll take the book seriously. <laughs> Does it <laughs> no. change your opinion of it? No. <laughs> yeah, no. Get a haircut, you'll be great. Um, no, I think it's a... How does he feel about it? Or what, what review were you looking for? No, I just wanted to, I genuinely, like I said, I, I, I thought the exercise of just taking it, reading it, and bringing it back was the, the, the biggest, like, you know, the biggest actionable step one could take with that book. And that's the thing is, is everything is actionable. So, I mean, in, in this book, everything's actionable. But, you know, you can read as many quotes inspirational quotes on Instagram as you want and you can read as many books as you want but if you don't put anything into action it's pointless so everything in here is actionable it's so actionable it's almost stupid you know like getting out in the sunlight unless you you know live in New York (laughs) in the winter (laughs) and you can't get in the sunlight I was I listened to uh, an episode of Joe Rogan recently with a not a doctor but like a healthcare person on the guy who like made Dana White Doctor The Rock. <laughs> oh, I I that was not uh, anyway. It wasn't like my favorite episode, but I, I did like to look at The Rock. But it was a, a previous episode. It was like this healthcare guy. I don't know like what his title is, but he's the one that helped Dana White go from like what he was to what he is now because mm-hmm. you know he was like chubby and like dying, and now he's like perfect. Mm-hmm. And he talked about like a. The important thing being about like first sun in the morning and then like grounding, which I feel like most people have heard of that, like your feet in the ground, in the sand. But it's like in the winter in New York, how is that even possible? Like I am putting a thousand layers on before. Yesterday, it was so cold. It's like I'm not taking my shoes off outside to touch anything. Like I don't know how that's possible. And then the other option is to buy like this pad that's like $17 billion dollars to like put your feet on to ground you to the earth. But also, how is an electronic thing grounding you to the earth? It seems like it's a scam. Like a, I, I know, it's like yeah. a current. I saw on on Amazon there's a grounding sheet that you put on your bed and it's supposed to be like some it sort of like current. Bullshit. Yeah, it does seem like bullshit. And people say they get either well, some people liked it, the reviews. Some people liked it, of course. And then some people said they got really, really hot and it can stick. It's like gets stuck to you or something like that. Um, I think Saving the grounding for when it's warmer is the best way to go. Yeah. Like in the summer, go yeah. to the beach, yeah. put your hand, feet in the sand. I have a girlfriend who's all about self-help and she was like, I'm putting you for, up for a challenge for 30 days. Mm-hmm. If you don't sign this contract, I will have you killed. <laughs> and FBI every, girl. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And every day for 30 days, I want a video of you with your feet in the grass by 10 a.m. And so this is October. And so I did like it was decent then. It was okay ish until like October fifteenth, and I was like, I'm done. Like I <laughs> bit, <laughs> <laughs> like, it's and plus you're in New York. I got to walk to find grass, you know. So. Yeah, and there's dog pee in it. Yeah. 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 So lantern flies, it's a whole thing. If you're Central in Hawaii, yeah. then it's perfect. Yeah. yeah. I I'd rather be gr- grounded than do grounding right now. It's just it's way too cold. But so, I understand the benefits. Yeah. Okay, so we did go over. I would love to have you back on because I, I feel like there's back. so many things I wanted to talk about we didn't get to, and you've been a great guest. But we are over time, so we have to do a quick round of plugs, and we'll get out of here. I'm going to start with you, Figs. What do you got to plug? Hey, uh, thank you guys for supporting the YouTube channel at Comic Mike Figs. You guys have been awesome. Uh, check out the- something. Pull my chair. 
You just felt something pull yeah. your chair? I feel like something I thought I had like my um my bag I always have everybody knows I have my bag on like the yeah. the handles of the chairs always. Yeah. And I thought that I had it and it got caught on something, but I felt something pull my we gotta chair. Get the fuck out of here. That's I it. need to That's I need it. to bring Sage with me everywhere I go. I feel like something's <laughs> attached to me. And I actually really, have a story about that, by the way. I really feel I like another time. I feel like I got caught on something for a second. <sighs> He's like, Cut it out! You're pissing me <laughs> off. It's like, like, I, just do my I, I try not to believe this stuff because it freaks me out, and I want yeah. to believe it. And I'm just like, oh, what are you gonna do? Between the two of us, we re- we, we in the perfect middle. middle. <laughs> yes. It's the whole thing about balance. I'm sorry. Please continue. Anyways, at Comic Mike Figs, all the different outlets. Love you guys. Peace. Go ahead. Uh, you guys can find me if you want banter help at kristenandchill.com. It's a very sassy play on Netflix and chill.com. Or you can just find me on Instagram at Chris Karn. And I run a show sometimes at Grizzly Pear. If you guys ever want to come out and support me and see my – see whatever. Just support me. Just pay, pay money to sit in the seats. Hell yeah. <laughs> awesome. And if you're like a single guy and you think you don't have any problems, maybe just go to the site and maybe you're doing a thing that you don't yeah. – maybe you're circle kissing and you don't realize yeah. it. Right. Someone yeah, there's so there's so many things that guys don't know what they're doing. And that's actually my favorite part of the job is getting to be really honest and telling them what what their flaw is. Yes. Maybe but I do it in this, a nice way. We'll but. put this circle kissing clip on that page. Yeah. So it just like brings everything together. And then we're like doing the Lord's work. Yeah. Here. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at Shannon Lee 6982 wherever you listen to the show you can also watch it live for free every single Tuesday at 5.30pm Eastern at gasdigital.com slash live that's absolutely free the best way to support the show is to go to gasdigital.com use promo code TTI you'll get a one week free trial which gives you access to every single episode of the show we've ever done as well as every single episode of every show on the Gas Digital Network if you listen on iTunes or YouTube by the way if you listen on YouTube it's Thanksgiving yeah happy Thanksgiving, happy Thanksgiving everybody and thank you for joining us on Thanksgiving. And it, I forgot what the name of it was. Something in the table. Around the table. I forgot what the... The dinner name. table? The, the dinner table? I think that's oh, probably right. Table. Yeah. The dinner table. Thank you for joining us on Thanksgiving. Yeah. And we love you guys so much. We're thankful for you. Um, and then if you're not part of it, join it. Join the YouTube page. And then you can uh, hang out with us in the premiere. I'll probably be there. It's late enough in the day. Um, if you have questions, comments, or your own stories to submit for bad dates, bad things, or scary things, send it into the thing is podcast at gmail.com. By the way, there is a listener submitted story and video from Chris that we didn't get to today, but we're so over time, but we will get to it next week. But thank you so much for sending your story. Go to merchengine.com for t-shirts, hoodies, and mugs. And I have to do a quick plug. I did, um, this cooking show last week. It's like this local executive chef. He's like this. Oh, I saw those. It looked amazing. Yeah, Chef Massimo. He owns a two, a three restaurants in the city. I only wrote down two because I've only been to the two: Don Cheech and Vinum in uh, in Staten Island. And uh, I went on the show, and he like taught me how to cook these like two v- vegan because like I really annoyed him, and he didn't know I was vegan initially, <laughs> and it was a whole thing. But like two vegan Thanksgiving side dishes. So follow me on Instagram, and then I'm gonna post uh, when they post the clips tomorrow. But uh, it was so much fun, and I realized like how terrible I am at cutting things because like I think he almost had a heart attack watching me cut an onion. It was a whole <laughs> thing. But thank you guys so much for that. And uh, I think that's it. Thank you guys so much for being here. Thanks for having me. Amazing stories. Amazing. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back next week. Bye, guys. 